here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Welcome to the Gambling with Gold podcast. My name is Jason Gold, and as always, I'm joined by my buddy from the Action Network, Dan Titus. Dan, how are we doing this Friday? Week 18, we finally made it to our best bets of the last week of the season. Week 18, man. It's crazy. We got some playoff implications here. Uh, I'm really excited for this slate, man. I think that there's going to be some really good value on some dogs here. Laying some gross bets, man. I think that's what Week 18 is going to come out to, is just gross bets. So let's get it. As no one does grosser bets than we do, and no one does it better than us. Hell yeah. I love it. I can't wait to get into it. As you know, our Friday, we always do our five best bets against the spread or whatever we're thinking. Sometimes some teasers in there. Other plays, leans, all sorts of stuff. So we'll have that for you coming shortly. Before we get to that, if you want to join us at Champions Round for our snake draft and boost ball for the playoffs, you can win a Peyton Manning or Amari Cooper signed memorabilia item. Uh, all you have to do is sign up and DM us, showing us that you joined a league or created a league. And then we have 376 contests going on for week 18. So go ahead and join those. There's sick swag for all of those, including CD Lamb stuff, CEH stuff. So go ahead, check that out. Go to the Champions Round app for more information on all of those. All right, Dan, week 18, number one pick. What do you got? My number one pick, man, I'm going gross out the gates here. I'm going with the Houston Texans. Yeah. Plus 10, plus 10 versus the uh, Tennessee Titans here. It's a divisional matchup. And hey, man, we've seen gross work out for us before. And, you know, with the Titans kind of playing for something here, they could they could uh, definitely move their seating around here if the Chiefs wind up blowing it or some weird situation happens. But I don't know. I think the Houston the Houston Texans have something to play for here. So I think that they could, uh, you know, Rex Burkhead, he just got a new contract. Congrats to him. He's got a little bit of incentive here. I think he can get like another three, four hundred thousand dollars if he rushes for um, was it total? Uh, what is the marker? Uh, I believe it was like uh, maybe was it receptions? He has some kind of incentive in his contract right now. I guess that it's going to be null and void now that he's got a new one. But uh, either way. This team, the Titans, we know how inconsistent they can be. They don't really light up the scoreboard. Derrick Henry's not back yet, so we're still going to see Deontay Foreman, combination of him and Dontrell uh, uh, and Hilliard. But, uh, yeah, I think that this is a great spot that you can lay the points with a team that, you know, they've actually played all right. And uh, I, I like I like the Houston Texans here. Ten, double digits for, the, for a team that has played traditionally well against the Titans. They beat them early in the year. Let's go for it. Why not? It's week 18, man. Let's get crazy. You know that I love the Houston Texans. It did not make my top five, but it is one of my other plays for the week. Uh, I got them, bet them earlier in the week, uh, minus or plus 11, and then I bet them at plus 10 and a half as well. Totally agree with the angle. I think Tennessee has a ton to play for. I think they'll play a little tight. We do know that they're they're very inconsistent. Great week last very. week. Good time, to, good time to fade them. I don't think Houston's going to pull off the double upset this season over them, but uh, keep it within 10. Absolutely, I think they'll get that done. Yeah, right, uh, I mean, Houston won 22-13 yeah. last time, so... Uh, four interceptions. Some... Four interceptions to Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, so, I mean, I could see this uh, definitely being being closer to this. Maybe a touchdown, but, you know, it's still going to be competitive enough that uh, 10 points feels comfortable in, uh, in this spot. I like that Davis Mills backdoor cover. I think I feel it. I love it. <laughs> All right, uh, number one pick for me. I'm going to use the circle lines here because... Uh, 
whatever. It's my show. I can do whatever the hell I want to. <laughs> my pick is Pitts plus. I bet this a ton. Five and a half, six. You were the first one to text me earlier in the week about betting this line. So I did so. I have continued to do so. Now Lamar is out. Tyler Huntley will be starting. This game between these two teams always ends up as a field goal. Deontay Johnson off the COVID list. He'll be playing. Pittsburgh has every reason to fight in this game. The only thing that I'm worried about, a little emotional letdown and a short week. But these two teams, always rough and tumble, always a field goal game. Two great field goal kickers. So I don't really, I don't think that the Ravens have that much of an advantage. Boswell's awesome too. So, uh, yeah, give me the plus six. Looks like on the board, DraftKings right now, plus three and a half. That's probably the number at which I start to want to get off of it. But I, I think down to right. three, it's probably still okay. That hook uh, could still be beneficial. Baltimore still has a chance to make the playoffs too. So they have something to fight for. But uh, yeah, I like the Steelers in this spot in a divisional matchup. Yeah, this is going to be a good game. Um just in, in terms of sheer football, like I think there's going to be some blowout potentials in a lot of these different games throughout week 18, but this one's always going to be a dog fight, no matter who's playing in the game. Great news to uh, betting, betting the Steelers side that Deontay Johnson's going to be activated. Um, it seems like he's going to play, you know, once you're activated, I think he's got a couple more days to, to test negative, but uh, I think he should be good. And then you got to figure TJ Watt playing for the sacks record to break Michael Strahan. We got some added incentive for the Steelers defense to help, Rally behind him, get that record. Big Ben, his going out party. Whole lot of narrative shaping for the Steelers to kind of come together here. And the fact that they're still uh, three and a half point dogs, I bet it at four and a half, as you said earlier in the week, man. I jumped on this. It moved up to five as much as five and a half. Now it's moved back down uh, to three and a half. So I still like it with the hook. Three points. Uh, I could still get behind it, man. I think the Steelers are going to eventually win this game. So, and, and the fact that Lamar Jackson's ruled out, I think it only helps. Uh, really this, this game script potential here where we see Tyler Huntley who had a pretty, who has been decent in both of his starts, but, uh, he's not Lamar Jackson. So I feel good for, I, I feel good about this, uh, from a Steelers perspective on the road as a dog. We know Tom, when he always usually prepares his team very well in these scenarios. So I'm buying into it. Love it. All right. What's your new pick of week 18? So that was my number two pick. So I might as well oh, go for nice. my number All right. well, three what's, here. What's number three? I'm going to something that you said on t on Wednesday, and this is the Atlanta Falcons going up against the New Orleans Saints here. I love the Atlanta Falcons, plus four and a half I got them at. I'm riding with it, man. You convinced me. I, I think it's really just – it's a divisional matchup. The Saints, what have they really proven, man? Like, Taysom Hill, while he's a interesting, dynamic talent in the NFL, he's not really playing that great at quarterback. They are not putting points on the board here. And this defense, it can be beaten. We, we watched the Falcons beat them earlier this season. Matt Ryan, I mentioned it before, you know, he pretty much blew the game for the Falcons last game. I think he's going to be pissed off, playing a little bit angry, motivated. And the Atlanta Falcons have a chance to ruin the Saints' playoff opportunity here, right? So if the 49ers lose, the Saints can get in. I don't see that Matt Ryan wants to, see, wants to be the reason why the Saints potentially have a chance to play for a Super Bowl. Not that they're going to go very far in the playoffs if they make it, but still. Um, this divisional thing matters. And one of the things you also mentioned um, last show was that you most people would probably tend to back the favorites on in the week 18 if they have something to play for. But history yeah. shows that, you know, these teams that don't have anything to play for actually show up um, and perform better than the teams that do have something to play for. So this is the Falcons to me. Uh, there's probably going to be some changes in the offseason, but I think that they're going to get it. They're going to wake up for this game. And uh, 
don't know if they're going to pull the upset, but they can cover four and a half points. So like the Falcons here. My number two pick of the week, the Atlanta Falcons plus four and a half as well. The market agrees with us down to three and a half across most sports books right now. You basically nailed all the reasons I wanted to give. I'll just add this little money line action. Oh yeah, baby. We're definitely sprinkling sprinkle? a little money line. A little, little sprinkle, a little sprinkle. Absolutely. Can't wait to do that. It'll be in a bunch of uh underdog. I feel like this is the perhaps the underdog round robin money line week. Uh sprinkle on some teams against some teams that uh need to get some big time wins. So yeah, Atlanta have for all the that you said, I think it's a great spot for them at home against the Saints. My number three pick of the week, Washington minus seven. Giants, all they're gonna do is try and run the ball. Guess what Washington's defense does better than all most teams in the NFL? They stop the run. They're not great against the pass. Uh, again, once we got Jake from, Jake from State from, whatever. I don't care. They're not going to pass the ball. This team has revolted against Joe Judge. It's an absolute dumpster fire of an organization. Washington is also, but I think that they're going to fight for Ron Rivera. But th- these teams get up for Ron Rivera. They care about him. They will play in week 17. They will play hard. You might get Antonio Gibson coming back for this game. We'll see Taylor Heineke playing for potentially a starter role somewhere, playing for some money. Scary Terry going to get up for this game. I think that Washington is going to absolutely blow the doors off the Giants. Uh, Don't know if Giants are going to score that many points. I wouldn't quite bet the over here, but Washington over team total perhaps, but definitely minus seven. And definitely, definitely my favorite teaser piece of the week is Washington minus one. Love it as a teaser piece for sure. Um, this is stay away from me, but like I totally get it. You 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 laid it out perfectly. Two dumpster fires of an organizations right here. Which one is worse? Clearly the New York Giants. They I don't even know what they're doing at this point. You got to fade them. Makes sense. Too much sense. All right. What is your? I guess your your number four pick of the week. Number four, San Francisco 49ers plus four and a half over the Los Angeles Rams. We talked about it on Wednesday. I was kind of making the case that I could see the Rams making it make it a point to win the NFC West. Like if they win, they do. If Arizona loses, so uh, they they definitely have something to play for. But so does the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, if they win, they they control their fate here. So um, part of me is just like not believing in Matt Stafford as much as I probably should as should be. And uh, he's just been super turnover prone over the last several of weeks. We've seen this defense not really come to play as best they can. And I think Kyle Shanahan in this spot, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been ruled out yet. And I think I'm waiting on that glimmer of hope and news that he winds up playing. Um, I prefer him over Trey Lance, but I still think that uh, Kyle Shanahan can figure out a way to scheme against this Rams team. And I mean, we're, we're talking about playmakers here. You got George Kittle. You got Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk even showed up last week, uh, four receptions for 94 yards. So they have the weapons on offense to, to put points on the board here. It's just a matter of the defense. Can the defense hold up and stop the, the Rams? And for the inconsistencies that we've seen with Matt Stafford in big games, he blows it. He's almost becoming like a Kirk Cousins type of guy. He's never really been in a situation of this magnitude because he's always been on the shitty Detroit Lions. So I'm I'm gonna I, I wouldn't be surprised if we're gonna see a lot of Niners fans in uh la this weekend and you know home field advantage i don't think it really carries too much weight now in the nfl i think the san francisco 49ers can surprise can surprise here and definitely cover four and a half i bet it at five and a half but i also still like it at four and a half all right note out to our social team at champions round we need to cut the part where he said that matt stafford is like kirk cousins that needs to be blown up across all social media because i love that take it's so spicy i love it (laughs) additionally my number four pick of the week is the San Francisco 49ers plus four and a half. I absolutely agree with everything that you said. 
Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. This stadium in LA is going to be rocking with 49ers fan. They need to win and get in, which would be a spot traditionally that I would fade if they were a favorite. Now that they're a dog, a little bit better. And the Rams are not, they have something to play for also. They're going to give it 100%. They're playing for the number two seed. They are playing to win the NFC West. I think that they will go all out, both teams in this game. I love the over 44 and a half in this game. I think we will see scoring regardless of it's Jimmy G or Trey Lance. I think that San Francisco's running game and just their scheme in general seems to give McVay and perhaps his defenses a lot of issues. And I think it continues again. I think San Francisco is going to end up winning this game outright. They will be another money line dog that I bet. And let's roll plus four and a half all day, baby, all day. Let's go. Uh, I did leave this out of my circa picks for what it's worth because it's plus four mm. at circa. So okay. I, I like getting the extra hook in general. Uh, right now, it looks like the market's kind of settled at four and a half. So if you get that four and a half, that hook on four, great. Four, I'd probably still bet it, but I don't feel as confident in it. I definitely want to get that four if I can. All right. Uh, my number five pick of the week, Seattle Seahawks plus six and a half at Arizona. This is more banking on the fact that Arizona is not as good as they looked last week. I understand they have something to compete compete for. If the Rams lose, they can win the NFC West. Most likely, they're going to end up as the five seed here. I think Seattle, we saw last week, I know it was the Detroit Lions, but they fought in a game that had meant absolutely nothing. They put up 51 on the Lions. I think this offense, for better or worse, is finally clicking in week 18. Russ came out today, said he wants to win Super Bowls, and he wants to do it in Seattle. I think that matters a little bit with everything that's hanging over the head. I think that this is a game in which the Seattle Seahawks can get momentum going into the 2022 season. I think that they lay it on the Arizona Cardinals, and I think they win outright. So give me another money line dog that I am going to sprinkle across some round robins. Yeah, that was a really interesting uh, conversation today. I was watching the McAfee show, and uh, he was talking about whether he believed whether Russ was really trying to stay and win Super Bowls in Seattle. But I'm with you there, man. I I, I got to take the Seattle Seahawks here. I, I do think that they are gaining a little bit of steam here. And if this is, we don't know, if this is Russ's last game as a Seattle Seahawk, you got to feel like you want to go out on top, right? And uh, Arizona coming off a big win. Shock, I don't know if they shocked the world, but I mean, Dallas was pretty heavily favorited in that game at five and a half. And, uh, but Dallas is another team that's been regressing as of late. So, you know, I, I think they could catch the Seattle Seahawks could catch the Arizona Cardinals slipping here. See, uh, Arizona already has their, their playoff uh, hopes already sealed. So they're good. If they lose this game, there's just a seeding thing. So at this point, I, I, I back Russ here and he has a pretty good history of battling against the Arizona Cardinals divisional matchup. Sign me up for the points with Russ. Love it. All right. What's your number five pick of the week? Number five, going back to the well with the Chargers minus three versus the Las Vegas Raiders. I just don't believe in the Raiders, man. Their their organization, they've done great over the last several weeks to remain relevant. Uh, I think it's finally going to regress back to the mean. They've had extremely amount of luck. Um, they've had extreme amount of luck over the last several of weeks, whether it be a field goal uh, really opportunistic turnovers that, you know, happen for uh, turnover favorability for them. Um, they're going up against a Chargers team that I think is ready to finally hit the ground running. And Brandon Staley is not going to make the same mistakes that he made earlier in the season. The one vulnerability, I think, for the Chargers has been their rush defense. It's atrocious. But, you know, Josh Jacobs isn't the best running back in the league right now. Like, I mean, I think that they could surrender a bunch on the ground as long as they don't give up any big plays because really it's been Derek Carr that's been keeping him in the games, not Josh Jacobs. So if they can keep Derek Carr at bay, he's not a guy that's going to will them to a victory like he has been. He's been beating up on bad teams and fortunate scenarios. 
Um, and I think the Chargers are just a better team here. Austin Eckler, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a hell of a day. Mike Williams, I think he's going to torch the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. They play a lot of zone coverage, which is what he actually goes off against. Um, two high safeties, he'll, he'll blow that the top off of that. So I think this is going to be a really good spot for the Chargers to actually enact their will and uh, prove that they belong in the playoffs here. And uh, sorry, sorry, Raiders, it's been real, but uh, you're going home. The Raiders have not beat any team this season with their running game. It is all Derek no, Carr and Derek their Carr. and their pass rush, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think that the Chargers' offensive line will hold up. We will see Austin Eckler, as you said. I think he'll have a big day. Week four, which was the last time they played Monday Night Football, uh, Austin Eckler went off. I think he put up a forty burger, thirty five forty burger in fantasy, a couple mm-hmm. tuts. Uh, he was awesome. I think that that is a repeat here. The concern that I have for the Chargers is just. It's a big moment, and they're the Chargers, but you're going up against the Raiders, so got to trust Herbie in this situation. I think that he'll get it done. I think the Chargers go to the playoffs, and the Chargers become a very, very dangerous opponent once you get to the playoffs, as we mentioned in our previous show. Uh, yeah, all right. We're through Week 18, all of our top picks of the week. You got any other plays that you would like to mention before we head out? Uh, let's see what else I got here. Um, I also sprinkled some on – let's see – on up, pulling up all my uh, bets can be tracked in the action network app the award there you go action network app there you go <laughs> um but yeah the other plays that i like for it i was going for the hold on my app is loading here so going with i'm going with denver plus 10 and a half i sprinkled a half unit on that just because okay. that spread is just super wide staying away from the eagles in dallas don't don't trust that game at all i don't really know who's playing but uh both coaches said, though, we want to win. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I believe all that. The grossest bet of them all, though, I didn't put it in the top five. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. The Indianapolis Colts. We have to talk about it. It's week 18. It's just too many points. And, you know, the Indianapolis Colts, you know, surprisingly, Carson Wentz is has the third least amount of interceptions thrown for a quarterback this season behind Aaron Rodgers. Bet it. Carson cra- Wentz. Yes. Over interception. interception. 100%. Yes. 100%. Locking it. That's the prop of the week, actually. Let's um, do it. He's going to find a way to, like, fumble the bag, right? Like, it's always – there's a moment where he's been, like – it's been Jonathan Taylor all season. It's still yeah. probably going to be. But there's going to be one point in this time in this game where he's just going to blow it, and it's going to be a backdoor cover for the Jaguars. Jaguars are awful. We know this. They're putrid. Their organization sucks. However, this is the perfect spot for what we already outlined. They have nothing to play for but a draft pick. Indianapolis has everything to play for. So – 15 points, sign me up, man. Let's go Jags. I love that pick. I've also bet the Jags 16, 16 and a half. Can't wait to see this one. <laughs> Good Indiana- Indianapolis has not won a game in Jacksonville since 2014. It is worth mentioning again. Since 2014, there's something about that stadium, that flight, That's that crazy. situation that that organization just cannot deal with. Uh, I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be tight butthole in Indianapolis sweating out Get the plus. I think they'll make that plus 16. Absolutely. I love that one. A couple other ones Duval. I wanted to mention. Let's go. Duval. Uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, under 38 and a half points. Like mm. that one. Two backup quarterbacks. That game's going to be a dumpster stink. fire. Kind of like <laughs> kind of like Cincinnati plus six and a half at this point. Just looks like the Browns quit last week. Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, I bet this is two and a half before the Cousins news that he's coming back. I bet it again at five and a half. I would bet this to seven. I hope the line actually gets to six or six and a half so that I can use it as a teaser piece 
I would love this as a teaser sure. piece, especially with Washington. I have trouble. You can get it right now, five and a half, and go through the zero to plus 0.5. You're just losing value that way, so I don't really love yeah. doing that. If you're desperate for a teaser piece, it's okay. But if it gets to six, I anticipate that it will. Then you're getting value on it, especially if it gets to six and a half. Uh, Miami, I like Miami to win, or not to win, but to cover six and a half and seven against New England. I think that'll be a very tight game. Four is going to come to play in that one. Buffalo minus 16. I think they'll destroy the Jets. I don't think the Jets are going to score at all in that game. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Teaser pieces that I like. Washington, Vegas. Because I think it'll be a close game, plus nine. That's a, that's a good number. Yeah. Minnesota at a pick them or minus a half. And then Atlanta. Atlanta's at plus three and a half right now. So you're getting to the point where the one teaser kind of comes into play here. If it gets down to three, get it to nine. Te- like that, that one yeah. a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, the other one that I want to mention, Green Bay. So they have held off posting this first half line. Looks like Rodgers wants to play and is going to play for part of this first half. Line right now, Green Bay minus three and a half. This might be a weird game where the first half line is bigger than the whole game line. I don't think that I've ever seen that one before. But if Rodgers is playing, if that's like a minus, I don't know, six and a half first half, I might have to bang that one, see the Packers get a lead, and then sit their starters. Interesting angle to look out for if they end up posting it. They might post this thing at, you know, 9.55 on Sunday morning. You're not going to be able to get it. But interesting angle nonetheless. Yeah, three and a half still feels like a comfortable number for the Green Bay Packers, but you're right. I I, I would tend to lean towards the first half just because we don't know how many snaps these guys are going to play with nothing, literally nothing to play for. Um, but we know Dan Campbell is going to bring it. So, yeah, that, that's why I, I couldn't – no way I could include it with just so many uh, variables at stake here. But uh, that might be a game I actually might watch. We'll see. We'll see. All right. One more thing before we head out of here. There are – is a Cooper Cup prop out there over 135 and a half. Uh, what do you like on that one? Over. He's breaking the record. Uh, Sorry, Calvin. It's right. been real. Megatron is the do, but uh, this is just a it's just one of those things. Like, what did Cooper Cup go off for against San Francisco the first uh their first matchup? 120 I don't know, like one yeah, 11 receptions yeah. or something and a touchdown. Their quarterbacks so, suck, so yeah, 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 no, their quarterbacks have been awful. I mean, well, they've been hurt all season. So, I mean, that's really been the the, the Niners' detriment right there. But Cooper Cup's not going to be stopped, man. Uh, I'll go over on his props. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I think his his prop is at like 110, 115 on some Derrick Henry shit. But he has a chance to go for 2,000 yards, so you got to feel like he's going to get there. Um, Mark Andrews is another guy that he's going for the tight end record. Um, so I think he could – uh, I think it's a franchise. It's a franchise t- uh, tight end record or the all time receiving record. Um, uh, I think it's just Mark Andrews definitely all-time. has a record coming up. Yeah, yeah all time. Okay, so yeah, so I mean, out Huntley obviously likes him probably more than Lamar Jackson does. So uh, probably play the over on Mark Andrews prop. Uh, let me see some other ones I had out there. Gronk's got quite a bit of incentives. I think he needs like two touchdowns and maybe like seven receptions or something like that to get over. Um, to hit some escalators in his contract. Those are the things I'm kind of looking for is those like who has those added, you know, uh, financial boosts or financial incentives to want to play better. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll put some of those in the app as well. Uh, so if you guys want to tail those. Love it. All right. That does it for episode 46 of Gambling with Gold. We will be back next Tuesday previewing all of the NFL playoff games for the wild card round. Until then, Danny, good luck with all your bets this week. Check out yes, the Champions sir. Round app and follow us at Instagram and Twitter. See you guys later. Peace.